What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, August 26, 2019. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Forbes, 30 under 30, a.k.a. the second best baby loser in San Francisco, a.k.a. The verified one at Tim Gettys. At Tim Austin. What's wrong with the coffee? What did you do? You no, took a sip the, and then you looked at it all The little weird. sippy cup, I think it cut my lip. Oh, no. It's turned on me. Oh, no. You've never been a fan. This isn't going to get you no, in I'm, this good I'm graces. I'm fine with the sippy cups. I'm just not okay with the paper straws. But you prefer, prefer the old the days, straw. the old straws. Mm-hmm. You don't care about the dolphins and the puffer fishes. I care about the dolphins. Mm-hmm. I doesn't do sound like it does. Dolphins. Doesn't sound like it does, people, does it? That's what I read online. Exactly. I bought Echo the Dolphin. I bought that game. That didn't save any dolphins. I bought it used. That that definitely didn't help the developer or the dolphin. Land? No, it helped Funko Land, sure. Did and it? now look For what happened time. because of you, Imran Khan, fired. You know what I mean? That's on you, his Damn, layoff, dude. Hey, All because maybe of you. you guys shouldn't support the dolphins. Then. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> you never know. It's you know, it's like a butterfly flaps its wings over there. Layoffs are kind of funny. They don't Nobody call the knows dolphin effect. They don't call the dolphin effect. That's a good point, actually. I didn't think about that. How was your weekend, Tim? Fucking goddamn, it was amazing. Oh, did you sleep? Oh my god! No, I I slept a good amount. I didn't sleep mm-hmm. Tim amount, but mm-hmm. like for some reason I kept waking up at like nine a.m., which if I That's left crazy. to my own accord, never heard wouldn't of that. do. But I was I had this itch this week, Greg. I was going to save this for Gamescast, but here we are talking about it. Sure. Yeah. Um, I had this itch because I've been really bummed about this Spider-Man MCU news. Of course, who I'm hasn't? Like, you know what? Though I need to show my boy some love. Yeah. I still haven't platinum the game. You haven't. Very close. Coward. Very okay. close. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm going back. I'm going." Hell back. yeah. Then I went back. Turns out not as close as I thought oh, that I was. No. But your boy put in ten hours this week. Wow. Now here's the thing. I got carried away. I like stalled on the platinum progress because yeah, I was yeah. like, "I'll do that on a stream or something at some okay. point." Okay. I, I think fair. I have about two hours left. What are, you, what, general, what are the trophies left for you? Just general crimes. Just oh, finished district. Go through the district. At this final, point, guys, it's yeah. literally just the you know the the blank out of five, and there's yep, like yep, a yep, bazillion yep. of them. Yeah, yeah. Like I have like twenty five left or something oh, like that. Perfect. That's no problem. Um, so yeah, so that'll be a good time. But I went and hundred percented and got all the trophies in all of the DLCs. DLCs. Wow. Yeah. You new game and plus yet? No, okay, that okay. seems excessive. Okay, but the sure. but the the DLC stuff. There's a lot of content. Oh yeah, tons of stuff. When I played, thank God, there's more screwball. I had. Some of them are great. Some of them not so great. And to get the trophy, you have to get at least spectacular rating on yeah. all the screwball oh, I know. stuff. I know well. Yeah. Did yeah. you do all that? I didn't do New Game Plus, but I did all the screwball channel stuff, yeah. D- for the three I DLCs? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I, did, I think I did it for the trophies. I can't remember this I point. had 100%ed the black Kevin, cat Kevin, if one. you want to bring up psnprofiles.com slash gameovergreggy, we can solve this right now. I had 100%ed the um, uh, black cat, black cat uh, but I didn't get a... The spectacular on all the screwballs, so I had to go back and do all that. Mm, and then I was at you. like sixty percent for both of the other DLCs because I yeah. beat them, but I didn't do much of the extra stuff. Yeah. But then I went and did it all. And God, man, love this game. So yeah, I have seventy-two of seventy-four trophies, so I'm definitely missing New Game Plus. Scroll on down, okay? I'll keep going. It's gonna be at the DLCs at the them. bottom. DLCs at the bottom. There are only two for New New Game Plus. Oh, is that? And that's yeah. So I did all the DLC four. Scroll up, Kevy Kev. Thank you very much. Keep yeah, scrolling yeah. there. Turf Wars is done. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's just New Game Plus and then complete the difficulty on Ultimate Difficulty. I started those because we came out of uh, Into the Spider-Verse, right? And it was the same thing. I got to I gotta go play Spider-Man. Spider I jumped in there and I, I was like, you know what? Let's do it. And I started New Game Plus and I did all this stuff. And I did it for a while. I got, I got going. But then it was like, you know, as usual, something else I have to play comes around. Yeah. Something else distracts me. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. Speaking of distractions, today we're going to talk about control reviews. We're going to talk about Ion Fury. We're going to talk about... Persona franchise crossing more than 10 million copies sold because wow. this is kind of funny games daily each and every weekday on a variety of platforms. We run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, 
be part of the show. Patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. You can give us your questions, comments, concerns, reviews, and everything under the video game sun. Then tune in to watch us record the show live. Twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on YouTube.com slash kindoffunnygames. Listening on podcast services. Watching on roosterteeth.com around the globe printer and me not getting along again once yeah. again I, I one day i'll just move all digital well i don't know when it's gonna happen I, I, but like the, this look yeah fits with the paper and the sure you know yeah yeah if you're an audio listener i'm gonna tie again he's a pretty boy I, the problem i've talked about this before the shirts here didn't require the black tie i don't have a black tie here anymore it's a whole thing but today i thought ahead that's I'm a trying, to, tie. trying to get us back. Well, this is my real tie. This isn't my show tie. This is my normal real tie. Looks but nice. I've noticed it's getting it's got some loose threads on it as well. Well, shit. So now, now it's, it's become show a show tie. tie you know what wow. I mean? Housekeeping for you. My control review is up. You can get it in today's Kind of Funny Games cast. YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Podcast services around the globe. Uh, Will Friedle is coming in in mere moments. And we have cool friends. Eric Matthews himself. How excited are you? Terry McGinnis. I'm super excited. I'm We've so been talking excited. about this, me and him, for like four or five Comic-Cons. Of making this happen. And now it's happening. I think since the, I remember in the spare bedroom. Yeah. Like trying to talk about getting him to come to spare bedroom days. You know what I mean? But it's happening today. You can catch that, of course, on podcast services around the globe. YouTube.com slash kind of funny. PAX is this week uh, for kind of funny events. Guild Wars 2 is doing an event Friday morning in Seattle. I'm hosting it. You can come. If you can't come, you can watch it on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. Then Friday afternoon at 430, I'm doing a kind of funny game showcase PAX special. You can watch me talk to 10 amazing developers about their cool games you you don't know about and then if you're at pax go play them if you're not at pax again twitch.tv slash kind of funny games then saturday at 9 p.m i'll be a little bit drunk and hosting with snowbike mike the kind of funny inner sight championship uh as usual it's our annual thing where we're all playing for the pear schneider invitation or in, not invitation the pear schneider championship trophy cup you know what i mean uh you can come watch that 9 p.m uh at pax or kind of funny.com shit i fucked it up because i saw the other one over there Slash events? No, well, yeah, that's where you go to. That don't go there. Well, you could go there. It's just Twitch. It's on our Twitch. But then, if you want to get the whole full packs rundown, kindoffunny.com slash events. Got it. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Blackjack and Mohammed. Mohammed. Today, we're brought to you by Upstart in Brooklyn. But I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> Time for some news. Four items on the Roper Report. Oh, Kevin, I want to reach out to you and compliment you as I often do on doing the dots and the dashes in the Morse code for the Roper Report. I saw today on the subreddit someone giving Barrett the old heave-ho because he only does the dots. And I thought it was one of the funniest subreddit posts I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Uh, Number one. It's also one of the most Kevin Coelho things that he would never let himself not do it correctly. Because Kevin respects his job. He does. You know what I mean? He understands what he's doing over there. He he definitely respects the obscurities of life. Sure. Like Morse code. Kevin, do you know Morse code? Because that sounds like something you would know. I do not. Okay. Unfortunately. How long do you think it would take you to learn it? Well. No. Kevin Quello levels. (laughs) A couple hours. Yeah, I would think think you could get us going. (laughs) Number one on the Roper Report, the control review uh, embargo has lifted right now. And I say in quotes right now, basically an hour ago at 9.17 a.m. when I was gathering the Roper Report. The Metacritic sits at an 82. Impressive. Right. And you can go over. 
to youtube.com slash kind of funny games uh, podcast services listen to the games cast where i rant and rave for what 30 minutes in the beginning about it and my favorite thing was that we had that conversation where i hadn't talked to any other reviewers yet i always love this game mm-hmm. and i'm totally in the dark and you and i had the conversation you asked me of like where do you think it's gonna fall and i was like it's gonna be an interesting one because i can see it getting eights and i can see it getting sixes and that's pretty much where it's netting out right yeah. like it feels like that's the spread. there are a few low nines up there but people in the general obviously with an eight two are pretty happy with it uh ign gave it an 8.8 over there jonathan dornbush says control is set in an engrossingly weird paranormal world that i couldn't help but explore jesse's versatile psychic skills and main weapon make for thrilling ranged combat and thanks to a strong supporting cast a well-written script and plenty of intriguing breadcrumb trails i i have thoroughly enjoyed my adventure through the shifting rooms of oldest house jesse's personal story feels like an afterthought next to that but there's enough to control's world that i remain invested in covering every secret even though the story's over uh, GameSpot gave it an 8 Peter Brown reports it's not often that a game invades my thoughts the way Control has uh, I'm at a point I'm at the point sorry where I want to consume every last thing it has to offer and if I'm honest it also makes me want to go back and replay Remedy's past games too sure it's a faulty Metroidvania in some respects but there are so many exceptional qualities afoot that Control handily deflects any momentary ire I can't wait to take part in discussions about the game to see what others have figured out and to better understand where it all fits into Jesse's story and then one of the lower ones, Twinfinite, gave it a 3.5 out of 5. Uh, Ed McGlone says, uh, Control is flawed in so many areas, and it's actually kind of incredible that I landed at the score I did. Uh, while I couldn't ignore or leave out all the issues I had with Control, at the same time, I couldn't pretend like I didn't have... I'm sorry. I couldn't pretend like I didn't have a, fu- a lot of... Fu- I think he's just a typo, right? I didn't have a fun a lot of the time either. If Remedy just let Control get a little bit weirder and fully leaned into its Metroidvania-inspired gameplay, it could have been something really special. Sadly, that never happens. But in spite of itself, Control still winds up being an enjoyable, unique-feeling action game that isn't like anything else on the market right now and won't take up a ton of your time. I think a lot of those things echoing stuff I said, correct him? Yeah. And that's why I want to bring in Trevor Starkey. Who wrote into patreon.com slash kind of funny games of course we all know trevor former host on the kind of funny games cast came back in the day uh you recorded your initial uh, greg you recorded your initial reviews on thursday but we're still trying to determine if the game was good or great have you spent more time with it since then and if so how has it impacted uh which side of the line you fall on great question trevor of course yeah this is one of the big themes i think of uh the control review right yeah. that i had just beaten it uh i it did i if you're the, the nutshell re- review right is that at the time i was like it's good it's very good but is it great i like it do i love it i was in this weird spot because i as i kept saying in there it reminded me of a ps2 or a ps3 game where at the end it kind of annoys you with its final boss fight there's all the maps weird there's all these little little nagging things right now what monday removed from it i have not played more for the record i wanted to all weekend long but there's a whole bunch of embargoed games i'm playing right now for review for this week's games cast uh i would i can handily say now that yes it is great yes i love it because i couldn't stop thinking about it it is that game that it's on my cross media bar and i'm jumping into the other things to review and i'm enjoying most of them and i'm playing them but it's like that thing of every time i'd finish it and be like all right time to move on to the next thing it was that like hover over control for a second of like but I really want to go back and get all the trophies. I really want to go do this. I think Dornbush, you know, he he want, he talks about how maybe it doesn't uh, fold into Jesse's overall story as much, mm-hmm. but you still want to go get every secret and explore every room. That's where I'm at, where it's still that nagging thing. It's still pushing me to go play. So, yeah, I think, you know, on the other side of it now, it is a game that I think I can definitely say 
I love it. I think it's great. You know what I mean? I still I stand by all my critiques of it. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm more in line in terms of a score with the GameSpot Flat 8 probably than I am with the IGN 8.8 or the Twinfinite 3.5 out of 5. I think that's where I'd put it right around there, plus or minus. But of course, thank goodness I'd be working on a 20-point scale, not a 100-point scale. So well, I guess I would goodness, stay at the man. 8. Yeah. But no, I... I I, I miss control, which is something I don't say about a lot of games, and I'm excited to get back to it whenever that may happen. I, this is definitely a game that so many games I leave in my cross-media bar, I'll get back to that eventually, and I never do. Control is one that I definitely will. Yeah. I'm definitely going to get back and platinum it because I've already put in so much work to it. I'm already so far along mm-hmm. in it. It's just as well. To get back, and like especially for it to jump back in and complete the side missions I have and the side quests I haven't. Uh, yeah, I'm super stoked that it's doing well for Remedy, obviously. Uh, they've been... Uh, friends of mine i guess uh, you know what i mean they're a d- developer who's been friendly with us for a long long time or whatever uh, and i enjoyed quantum break i enjoyed alan wake i enjoy uh, their max Payne originally so it's cool that they're doing well and i'm glad to see it's resonating with people and i'm glad to see as i talked about it in the review on the gamescast right that this is a weird game mm-hmm. and i'm happy that people want to get weird with it and i appreciate though twinfinite being like I wish there was more weirdness which was one of my critiques yeah. right yeah your your critique with that and go watch the the review on YouTube.com slash kind of funny games, the Gamescast episode. Um, but I thought it was interesting that you're kind of st- struggling between wanting more of the weird stuff and being appreciative of how little weird stuff there is because right. it feels so great when you get it. Yeah. And that's that's kind of rough. But maybe a sequel. Yeah, but I again like it's back to the conversation of that we had on the Gamescast. Is that enough? Did they do it right? Because they mm. did it, it happened, right? Like I did enjoy it. Like I did I still didn't copy to a USB for you to see, yeah. but I did after talking about it on Gamescast go home and watch that moment I was talking about on the Gamescast yeah, that I recorded. Hype, I was like, I gotta see that again just to see how great it was. Speaking of reviews and hype and stuff, I know we have one more question. I just want to give a shout Dude, out. Dude, take your time. Astral Chain reviews came out. Oh today yeah, that's well. killing it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. at eighty nine on Metacritic right now. IGN gave it a nine, Game Informer Informer gave it a nine. Uh, Twinfinite 4.5, um, a ton of Nintendo sites ranging in the 8.5 to, to 9 ranges. US Gamer 4, EGM 8. Nice. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Skimming through this, it seems like a lot of people kind of feel Give the same way. Give me some, because now we can, we, I forgot about this. This would be a good uh, roundup, because obviously I was working from what I know and what I reviewed, but you also talked at length about talked Astral Change. Yeah, I've been playing a lot of Astral Chain. Astral Chain. Astral Chain, man. Uh, let me go to IGN here. Astral Chain is another excellent game from Platinum and one of the best action games of this generation, period. Fighting off alien invaders with a Legion robot by your side proves to be even more fun than it looks, which is saying a lot. Even outside of combat, the world and its characters brim with life other than the main protagonist that is excellent pacing artfully balances tense action with enticing exploration to create a deeply satisfying and charmingly quirky ride uh similar to what i was saying it's weird that the main character like doesn't talk doesn't really emote there's so many things around you especially when you have a twin brother or sister yeah and it's kind of like you're just kind of using them as me yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like so that, 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 that was kind of weird for me uh, Game Informer says, I had a blast playing Astral Chain and didn't want it to end. Platinum has created a wonderful new universe for players to dive into that I could see extending into anime, movies, and hopefully sequels. The dual character gameplay is also brilliantly devised and although not as difficult as Platinum Games' other titles, creates a duet that makes you feel like a powerful, unstoppable force. Absolutely. That is all. Yeah. So, so true. It's it's really, when you get into the, the vibe and the groove of attacking with your legion and yourself at the same time tying people up in chains it's just you feel powerful and it's really good um the story may be the weakest part of the experience given just how much it changes trajectory but it has some legitimately great moments and a big twist i didn't see coming all told told this is one hell of a game 
And you agree with that, right? You're enjoying the hell out of it. Yeah, and it, like it's the even though you keep trying to sell, tell me it's not a Greg Miller game, it sounds it, like really, a. I want it to be a Greg yeah, Miller I game. I really don't think it is. But what if it could be? I don't know, man. I, yeah. I like action. Give it a shot, then. Give it a. Shot. I just think it's. I think it is. It's action, and if you if you don't gravitate towards the Devil May Cry type gameplay, yeah, this is a clunkier version of that until it clicks. Mm. And I just feel like there's like a learning curve with this that you almost need a. Like pretty good experience with these type of games okay. to understand it's, 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 what this, this one's is deep for changing. me. To, this is the deep end for me to wade it's, into. It's not so much the deep end as much as it's like it. There's a lot of mechanics that I, I don't think off the bat are intuitive, and it takes a little bit for it all to mesh. Where you're like, okay, now I'm in the vibe of getting this all together to be this like fluid like symphony of action. Yeah. <laughs> like whereas when, before you get to that, it does kind of feel like, all right, why do I only have one? Shooting button, okay, or like attack button. It's like I, you, I feel like I should have a light and heavy because you're used to that. Okay, but once you like kind of break through that and figure like, oh, this is a platinum game and it plays like a platinum game. It's just adding like different layers to it, and you are controlling the dual characters and all that. It's great. I just think that if you knowing you, yeah, it's you know like me, the, you know the, me. The, the games like Bayonetta and Devil May Cry don't click for you. I, I think that this one's gonna be a hard sell, especially because the beginning is it's kind of weird. Okay. And like the beginning does the opposite of what you're talking about with the boss fight stuff, where it starts with this weird motorcycle chase thing that is not indicative of the gameplay, mm. and it's not great. It's hype and epic and anime though, and that's I was like I'm I'm in. This is so ridiculous and stupid because quickly it got to a point of the actual platinum style gameplay that I'm like, cool, like I see where we're at now. That might as well have been a cinematic. Like that was just like the intro too. The, the, the actual the, action. The actual action. Gotcha. But I'm I'm happy it's uh, reviewing this well. No. Okay. Good. I'm still gonna try. You can't stop me. You can't stop me. I'd love to hear your thoughts. I don't want to see you stop me, and I don't want to see you try to stop me because Kevin, he can't stop me. No, Kevin's shaking his head. No, he knows he can't stop me. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to get nanobiologists involved. He wrote into patreoncom slash games and says, "Hi, Greg and Tim. So, Control. How does it compare to other Remedy games? What kind of improvements? What kind of improvements do you hope for? Is there a clear line where DLC fits in, like omitted content or wall that is will clearly be a door to the future, uh, or is it vague enough that the story will go to the next DLC content? Can't wait for more since I'm excited to play the next Remedy game. Uh, can you Google for me? Have they talked about DLC for it? Because obviously it would make sense to you know the game. No spoilers. Ends in a way where it's like cool. You're still gonna run around the oldest house. Uh, Obviously, they can, yeah, like you're saying, patch in all sorts of weird mystical doors or things that'll pop into it. Control post-launch plans include two premium expansions and some free updates. This comes from VG247. Uh, There's going to be two expansions, and there's going to be some content in between the main game and the expansions. Uh, But the main concern right now is just getting Control done, make it as good as Mm -hmm. it can be. On a high level, we know what the expansions are, but we're really going to get to that once we That's a comment from Remedy, okay. Yeah, that is a comment uh, from Remedy Communications Director. Thomas Puha, friend of the show. Uh, so yeah, uh, is it clear where the DLC fits in? No, I think it, you, it's. I think they close up where they are, but then there's more for work for you to do. But I can easily see, without spoiling stuff, the hiss doing something else. This happens, you know, a new object of power shows up and that screws up the world. I'm sure they get more abilities. I would assume with it, and that's all great news because again, yeah. it's a world I want to keep exploring. I want to keep doing things in. Uh, the last quote he has here is we had a bunch of ideas two or three years ago that we can't execute right now of course because there's a million ideas for the game (laughs) hopefully we can revisit some of those in the expansions I think we've said that the first one we're aiming for is winter 2019 so somewhere there I get that there's some concern that people are like oh they're cutting content already from the game no we're not yeah it does I feel like this feels like a complete game I don't feel I don't think it's left to open where it's like Prince of Persia you're gonna download the real DLC down the line what a 
Remember what that? What a disaster of a choice. That was a fun game up until that point. Great too. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, beautiful. Uh, so, no, I think you'll be fine there. Um, and then how does it compare to other Remedy games? Like, I feel like it, and I think you've seen this in a lot of the reviews, I think it's uh, them capitalizing and growing from everything they've done before. I feel, as a Quantum Break fan, I see a lot of Quantum Break in this in terms of, obviously, the realism, the way they went through capturing, the way they try to tell their stories. Mm-hmm. But in the same breath, I think the powers that Jesse has and the ability to you know hover, the ability to use your telekinesis, shoot stuff around, it feels like a step forward for them in terms of combat obviously because i think you know max yeah. Payne, obviously back in the day with bullet time sure that was a different thing uh alan wake just having the flashlight and then the gun that was you know a weird horror aspect thing quantum break as you started getting the weirder and weirder abilities this is more weird than that and using what they'd expect from let's it get weird let's get weird y'all uh speaking of getting weird strap in everybody so let's talk about ion ion fury and that will not be the first time i screwed this up you might remember ion fury right from when they were originally iron maiden and then got in a lawsuit with iron maiden remember this you remember this or am i confusing this with a different one this was them right give me a google on that to make sure i'm not uh pointing it out What is do Iron Iron Maiden Iron Fury? Make sure I'm new. Kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. I know you'll be all over me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure these are the same people, right? Iron Maiden files two million dollar lawsuit over Ion Maiden uh-huh. video game. Okay. And then is, they changed their name to Ion Fury, right? And that's where we're at. Ion Maiden Fury. Yes. It's perfect. Just making sure I have it all lined up. Because you would think that'd be the craziest thing in this game's development slash release, but it is not. So I'm going to read you, and I, you know that I hate doing this, so please go give a click. I'm going to read the entirety of Matt Kim's article over at IGN, right? We're going to start with the original story, then we're going to double back to the update that uh, came through uh, this morning. So to begin with, Void Point. The developers behind Iron Fury apologized after it was revealed the team made sexist and transphobic statements in their developers' Discord channel. The team also added homophobic language into Iron Fury itself. In a pair of statements from Voidpoint and publisher 3D Realms, the two companies said it will patch out the offensive language from the game, and Voidpoint promised to pledge $10,000 to the LGBT nonprofit The Trevor Project. Over the weekend, a Reset Era forum thread published screen captures from the Void Point Discord channel that showed the Ion Fury developers making disparaging comments towards the LGBT community, specifically the trans community. Uh, in one screen cap, Ion Fury lead developer Terminix, Termin- is that how you say it? Terminix? Terminix? There you go. Writes, quote, Yeah, if you're trying to decide. If you're trying to decide your child is trans at birth, you have mental problems and probably shouldn't be a parent, in my opinion. In another screen cap, a different Ion Fury developer, Daedalon? Daedalon. Thank you. Asked, quote, but mutilating a perfectly healthy body while you have depression and other big mental issues won't cause suicides? Uh, IGN reached out to Voidpoint and Ion Fury publisher 3D Realms regarding the validity of these Discord chat conversations, and Voidpoint responded to the, responded this to be the case in a statement. Voidpo- Voidpoint also admitted to adding homophobic language to the game itself. Quote, Members of Voidpoint's Ion Fury team have made sexist and transphobic comments and included homophobic language in Ion Fury, writes Voidpoint. In a full statement, the developers apologized for their comments and pledged to donate $10,000 from Ion Fury's release day proceeds to the Trevor Project. Here's Voidpoint's full statement below. 
Quote, we recognize these statements are insensitive, unacceptable, and counterproductive to causes of equality. We unequivocally apologize both for these comments and language as well as any pain they may have caused the gaming community, particularly to women and members of the LGBTQ community. We take full responsibility for any damage that has been done to the relationships we've worked so hard to build. Moving forward, Voidpoint will institute a zero-tolerance policy for this type of language, and all employees and contractors will undergo mandatory sensitivity training. As part of our efforts to contribute to the work that must be done to further support these communities, we are donating $10,000 from Ion Fury's release day proceeds to the Trevor Project. We are also patching Ion Fury ASAP to remove all unacceptable language. Ion Fury publisher 3D Realms also issued a statement saying that in the future, 3D Realms will sever relationships with any developer that breaks the company's zero tolerance policy for hate speech. Quote, it has come to our attention, Voidpoint, the developers of Ion Fury, have been accused of making transphobic and misogynistic statements and included homophobic language in the game, which was not approved by us. Under current leadership, 3D Realms has taken pride in powering marginalized groups, as evident by our strong female protagonist, Shelly Bombshell Harrison, and the makeup of our team. Moving forward, all 3D Realms contracts will include terms which will allow us to sever relationships if a contractor does not abide by our zero-tolerance policy for hate speech, and Ion Fury will be patched ASAP to remove all unacceptable language. Ion Fury was released on August 15th, 2019, PC, and goes on to blah, 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 blah. Right? Great. This sounds like it all makes a lot of sense. This happened last week, as I said. Uh, I don't have the original date anymore because the story's been updated. I remember seeing it go through, and I remember looking at it. Okay, I went to the Reset Era thread that was linking, because even this article, right, is being very general about what it exactly was said. Obviously, it's got the Discord screen caps. But, like, what's the homophobic language in the game? In the game Where yeah. are we coming away from it, right? That'll all become come into play here in a second. But I read through it. I was like, okay... Seems like it's already settled. It seems like we all know hate speech is bad and being um, homophobic and transphobic is bad. Like, yeah, that's not a yeah. not a cool thing. Don't put that in your game. And they, good steps taken forward for and they're future care proofing. Of it. They're taking uh, care like, of it. Just like, hey, like we're you know this is a problem. The Trevor Project thing, great gesture, whatever. But really, I think the more zero tolerance going forward, we're putting this in the contracts. Like that is them being like, look, we really stand by this and believe in right. this, and them and the 3D realms. Right, right. Like looking at developer and nope. publisher. Yeah. yeah, we're not we're not fucking around with this. So now strap in because here comes the whip fucking lash from this morning. Right. Update in a new post on Steam from Terminix, lead developer on Ion Fury. A joint statement was shared from both Voidpoint and 3D Realms, stating that they will not be removing any homophobic content from Ion Fury, counteracting what was vocalized previously after the developers made transphobic and sexist remarks in their Discord channel. The statement can be read below. This is still Matt came about IGN. Great reporting, by the way. Joint statement from Voidpoint and 3D Realms. We've caused a recent controversy suggesting Ion Fury game content was to be censored. We will absolutely not, in all caps, be censoring Ion Fury or any of our other games now or in the future, including but not limited to by removing gags such as gaming's most controversial face wash. We do not support censorship of creative works of any kind and regret our initial decision to alter a sprite in the game instead of trusting our instincts. 3D Realms and Voidpoint stand together on this matter. Last but not least, please respect our need to keep our community forums clean from hateful messages, spam, or off-topic threads. We recognize our mistake and have received your message loud and clear. Yikes and a half, man. And so here's where you need to, I think we, there's a whole, there's like three different bullet points here in terms of the trouble of the issues, right? What they're talking about, best I can discern, 
from this very from the specific statement and what we'll bring in from their Twitter of their responses, right? Is they're talking about the shampoo bottle. This is the one that was the most egregious one, where it was an it was a bottle made to look like an Olay bottle, but instead said Ogay, all one word Ogay. That was so uh, um, a lot of people's first reaction of like, wait, why are they using gay this way? What's going on? That's bullet point number one is the shampoo bottle that was out there for everyone. Can I, can I stop you there? Ask you about that. Like that to me seems weird. It just seems like changing a letter. Like I yeah. don't. There's no. I don't see the relationship with gay. There well, st- until the, he says exactly the controversial facial gags. It's like okay, so you did mean it exactly, that way. exactly. And this is the problem. So stick with it. We'll get. I want to lay out the bullet points before we start taking them down. Number one, ole okay. Number two, all this Discord shit where they're talking. Like, in the IGN has, you know, the, the parts we pulled. There's more. You can go to Reset Area. You can see it if you want. But it's like talking about SJWs and talking about, you know, this. Uh, everybody's getting offended by everything culture. And then the third is this it, the homophobic stuff outside of that that's developer only. Where, and I'm not a, you know, hardcore PC player or anything like this to this moment. <laughs> When you go to another Reset Era thing and you see it, if you put on some, I think it's called no clip thing, not, not I don't think it's related to Dandy in any way, but whatever, you can cut through, you can clip through a wall that you want to be able to, and then behind it, you can see a bunch of words that have been written there, and one of them uses uh, the F word, for, you know what I mean, slang uh, for gay people, with followed by bag. Now, so that's all happening right there, right? And those are the three points to bring in. I want to then go over to the Twitter here, right? Um, so we're over here. Okay. So an hour ago, void point, their Twitter is on fire responding to people and talking to people about this. Right. Uh, very, I think aggressively personally, but also answering the real, the questions people are bringing up. Right. So the F bag, this is void point. Now no, I'm paraphrasing the F not paraphrasing. I'm directly reading it, but I'm not saying the full thing. The F bag thing is a legitimate error made by a developer who doesn't even live in an English speaking country. It wasn't a joke, political statement or anything else. I asked him if it would be offensive in his country. He said, no, I believe him. He removed it. So again, that one there, where there's actually a slur, whatever its intent is behind it, David are taking it out. Done. That's a perfect example of how I think this should be handled. Of like, hey, didn't mean it that way. Like here, it's fine, but oh, it's a problem there. We don't need a problem. Right. We don't need this thing on the wall that doesn't add to the art of this game. Right. And so then is where we get into this murky t- situation with the O gay thing. Right. Where is there a picture of this? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, yes, there is. I'm trying to figure out in right now through my head the easiest way to get you the images of what we're talking about. I mean, if you just well, just Google probably. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Ion Fury. You'll find it. I would assume. Uh, if not, I can dig around, but it's gonna slow me down as I talk about all this stuff. Right. So now we're back to the bottle, right? And you nailed it yourself, right? I think Tim of oh here Kevin's got it. Yeah. Made to look like an Olay battle, right? Mm-hmm. No, I mean, wait, I mean, if you if you think there's editorial merit, I mean, I don't care. It's just like, yeah, what, yeah, whatever. I, I, whatever. I, I Show it. We should talk about. There this. you go. It's a it's a bottle that says okay. Yeah, right. Like, that gay does look more pronounced than I expected it to. <laughs> I mean, like, oh, it is. We kinda. don't even have to sit here and like try to sit go. My here, my takeaway from it originally was this, and why I think it's so multi layered. Mm-hmm. Where. When I first heard about it, and I saw the thing last week, and it was like, oh, gays in this thing, and people are like, homophobic, right? I was like, it, it can't just be the oh, gay thing, right? Like, what are you going, like, 
I don't understand what's going on. And that's when you get into the, okay, in the back, there's the F word, you know, and then it, it falls into the same thing of the way they're talking on Discord, right? Is, is then influencing what you're taking away and what you're interjecting into the Olay thing. Well, I mean, more than that, like, it's case closed with him saying the, the gag and whatever. Yep. It's like, they, that was, it was a joke. And they were is, doing that on purpose to elicit a response. And like, this is way back to the hell I will die on all the time stuff. It comes down to intent. Yeah. And it's what they say, too, in one of their tweets, right, where, like, again... Again, I think very aggressively, and I understand they're being attacked, so they want to be aggressive. They talk, there's, hold on, control F, intent. Here it goes. Uh, going, the developer, Void Point, going back and forth with somebody as they're going, uh, arguing about this, right? Uh, and so is this, this person, Mike, is uh, uh, not a fan, but somebody on Twitter. Just so I understand, you believe that making a joke where you replace a part of a name with the word gay for a laugh is not you making a homophobic joke. Like, are you a dev team of eight-year-olds? You know it's 2019 and not the 90s, right? And Void Point's response there is, I believe in a concept called intent. And this is where I get back to and I struggle with of, so what is the intent of this? And this is where, if I can just go for one second, where, again, when I saw it, point blank, Olay becomes okay, people saying homophobic. And again, this is before I knew any of the background stuff and any of the Discord stuff. My initial reaction was this. Black and white looking at O-gay on a bottle, I do not think that's homophobic. However, I am not a gay person, and I don't understand or understand. I I can't, on that level, empathize with seeing that word put out in a joking fashion what that means to them, to a a homosexual, to a gay person, right? Because, again, this then drives back to my point that I always make on this show, right, of when I was growing up and when I went to college, I thought it was totally fine to call things I didn't like gay. You told, and I, if anybody ever asked me, I'm like, oh, I don't mean like, I don't mean gay, gay. I mean, it's just dumb, right? And it wasn't until, I, and I know this is such a trite conversation, but this is how people understand that they're making transgressions. My first gay friend in college, Graham, heard me call Jason X gay. And he's like, what do you mean by that? And sat me down and talked to me and explained like, that's not, that's not, this hurts my feelings and it hurts a whole bunch of feelings. And it makes you look dumber than you are. And not that, you know, you know what I mean? But like, you know, it makes you look more regressive than you are as a person like that's not you're using the word wrong right and so black and white uh, is this homophobic i'm like i don't think so it's a really dumb thing it's a really dumb joke what is the point of your like that's the thing is it's literally someone making a video game and publishing a video game making a joke i would have made i guess in high school of oh man it's funny to turn olay into okay and that's funny yeah, because I, I why? Don't, I don't know if yeah, that's the thing. It's the because why is that of why funny? thing. Because for me, it's just like, hey, we don't want to get sued or, or whatever. Like, we might as well not risk it. Olay, just change it to something else. And it's just like, it could have been oh, any other letter, A-Y, and it would have been not an issue. Yeah. They chose G, and it happened to be... It happens to be that way. The fact is, then it becomes the moment that you're like, oh, yeah, we thought it was funny. It's like, you motherfuckers, like, that's really not good. And, that, and that's a, if, if people are just like, oh, there's a problem. Like, Yo, hey, we, it was just a letter. And then they just changed the letter. That would have been it. That and that's been the, the thing. And, that, and again, and I'm I, a long time ago, not a long time ago. We talked about this show a lot recently, it feels. You've told me over and over again, I got to stop believing the good of people, right? But is it so are is everything getting taken so out of context right now that it's not the what, what was the intent of our joke the intent of our joke was we changed the name Olay to something else and it's funny because you know it's Olay or is the intent of the joke oh gay we put gay in there and it's funny because you wouldn't call this stuff gay 
or is it that hey we don't like we yeah. don't like gay people so you know i mean like yeah and they're not explaining that part they're they're bringing up i believe in the concept called intent now so that that's the what problem, was the intent though, of this is it i think that based on their reaction to this and based on everything we're seeing their intent was not the first one which i think is innocuous and fine where the joke is the joke is we're just renaming the thing so that we can use it in our game right yeah. people know it's Olay. that's the joke it's it's Olay, but it's not Olay. The moment that the gay stuff gets brought into it at all, obviously, that there's a totally different level of intent there. Yeah. And their statements, let alone the statements made on the Discord and all that stuff, obviously that is bad. But them coming and be like, we're not censoring, we're not changing. It's like, okay, cool, it's clear where you stand on this. Like that, then there is a problem all of a sudden. And the thing to me here that I think is really interesting that like, I'm, I'm jumping, I'm definitely making some leaps here. Jump um, to conclusions, Matt. But last, last but not least, Please respect our need to keep our community forums clean from hateful messages, spam, or off-topic threads. We recognize our mistake and have received your message loud and clear. So you tell me you're about to be, like, blocking forum threads and, like, stopping this conversation, a.k.a. censoring the conversation when it's negative towards you? Like, what a joke, Yeah. right? It's yeah. like, oh, when it's, when it's in our game, it's totally fine. But there, again, I'm leaping there, but that kind of spells that out, right? Please respect our need to keep our community forums clean. What are you talking about, man? Yeah, like, that's it's that, that. This is the problem when it comes down to this. We see this here with the with 3D realms and Void Point, right? Or uh, well, yeah, 3D, 3D realms and Ion Fury. Void Point. Yeah. Many people work at both those places. Those people have different ideologies. We see that clashing here. Some people heard this news like. Fuck, we need to get ahead of this and be on the right side of this. Trevor Project, and we're banning this stuff, and going forward, we're putting this in the contracts and all that. Then there's the other guys that stand by this free speech shit, and they're just like, nope, we're going to stand by this. We are not censoring anything ever. Like, I'm sure there's a war going on in that office right now, offices, whatever they are, of people that are angry at each other for putting this out. Because the more statements that are so definitive are put out by these people different publishers and developers it's just going to create a bigger rift between them and that's where we see everything with politics and that's the reason it's so difficult to talk about these things but at the end of the day when it comes down to this it's like i truly believe there is a right and a wrong don't be don't treat people poorly and it's just like don't get so caught up in stuff that's gonna bother people or hurt people it's not affecting your art it's not affecting your game this isn't censorship on a level that matters at all to you you just want to be a dick yeah you're 100 correct this isn't censoring the message, right? There, that's what the thing is where censorship gets caught up in and outrage culture and SJWs and all the shit you want to throw around about, right? The long and short of it here is that this wise if the joke is that you change the name, you can change it to anything. Don't yep. change it to something that brings up. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you've got an Aunt May joke going. I love it. But like, don't bring it up to something that people do get screamed at them in a way to hurt them. Like that, that's, you know what I mean? And that's, that's removing any the intent from it that it was a negative intent. Mm-hmm. If it was the intent that like, Hey, gay is a funny word. Is it gay is not a word you see much anymore. Like, okay. You, you, what? That's not even a funny joke. Like, why would you do that? Like, it doesn't make any sense yeah. what they're arguing in so many different ways. And that, yeah, like censorship I in the grant this is a broad statement is bad for the most part right in ter- but again it's not this honestly is another story from Greg Miller's past that I remember of that and this is a fucking walk but 
on IGN's blogs when I first got started, whatever, right? Like at IGN, uh, we still had IGN Babes, which is like, which then became Stars, which then finally got shuttered, right? Uh, but IGN Babes would put up like swimsuit models or whatever, right? And I remember going through building the pages, do whatever. You click around, you see stuff, and clicking on this one girl that one day or whatever, and she had uh, broken blood vessels in her eyes. And stick me with me because this is stupid, right? And I remember. I need a I need a blog content for that day because I wanted to blog every day on IGN and I screen capped it and then made a reference to 28 was it 28 28 weeks 28 days later so 28 weeks later right was mm-hmm. the one where remember if you were infected your eye was all fucked up and then if you kissed him and then it got spread I think the mom did it that way spoilers for that's right spoilers for 28 weeks later anyways put up a, an, our, my blog that was basically that model's I, I was like don't kiss that model's name and then I was like, yeah, 28 days later, I got the thing in her eye, you know what I mean? And months later, uh, Tao uh, of IGN called me into his office, right? And was like, hey, man, this is a weird one for all of us, but you put up this blog about this woman and her manager just called and is asking us to take it down because it, when you Google her name, it's the first thing that comes up now. <laughs> God damn it. Great. And I remember totally, <laughs> totally being like, I won't be censored. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? No, I just came from journalism school and I, you know, da da da, blah, 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 blah. And Tao being like, wise beyond his ears, being like, this really isn't censorship. You understand that? Like, you're not like, you didn't fuck, you're not, you know, uh, cracking the president over here with some investigative journalism. You made a cheap joke about this woman and now it's like really fucking up uh, her name searches. Mm-hmm. And I was like, blah, 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 and I won't do it or whatever. And so, like, I didn't do it. And I regret, really? I regret not doing that. 100%. Yeah. And it's that wow. thing of IG. I don't, first off, those blogs all got nuked, right? Like you yeah. can't even look at anything anymore. So like, good riddance to bad rubbish. But I'm sure there's a wayback machine and all this other shit that's still there. I can't even log in to get it or whatever. I don't know. And I'm sure she's fine and moved on with her life. <laughs> this didn't. I hope ruin her existence. I'm sure. But like, what just the fuck phrase. was I thinking? I'm sure what? it's a phrase I've never heard, Greg. But I love that you just dropped good riddance to bad rubbish. Oh yeah, no, yeah, it's wow. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. But that's it. I mean, like. What a stupid fucking thing. Yeah. What a self dig your heels what a, in. What a stupid the world fucking is all about me. selfish thing Greg Miller could do there, right? Of not at all thinking about the repercussions of this person. Because what was I thinking too? The blog that's been up for a month, two months, is still getting traffic. Like that's like people are still fucking clicking on this stupid fucking joke I made. No, this is a stupid fucking joke that yeah. hurts and offends people. So why dig your heels on it? Of <sighs> we won't be censored. What the fuck does that mean? Well, it's your your game looks like a, a new doom, a yeah. new, like a new old doom. Like what the? Just take old gay, who take who take old gay out of it. Yeah. Why? <laughs> and like it's not like people are gonna keep coming and nickeling and diming you for other things you said in the game. Like if this was a a joke that was just about it's funny because it's not Olay, it can be funny about not being anything else, right? I don't fucking get it. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. And even that was the thing too, where I saw the people who are in the in the comments or whatever, who are like, "Yeah, I fucking totally don't fucking do this." Blah blah blah. Somebody's like, "You should patch it to be a soy or whatever soy, and like making fun of soy boys or whatever." Which, of course, if you didn't know, I'm apparently a soy boy, even though I'm not in the image, which really pisses me off. You ever seen this image? Mm-mm. There's an image uh, that when people want to throw it on the soy boy thing, and it's got like Jack Patillo in it. It's got a whole bunch of people we know mm. of fucking overweight white guys, beards and glasses going. And I'm like, yeah. I do that in every fucking photo. Put me in it. If, I'm, me if, in, if you're gonna have the, if you're gonna be so bottom left there, that's one of them. Yeah, you see, well, maybe that's not the one I'm thinking of. Is Jack in that one? You see, no, that's that's uh, that's just. Oh, there's Jack. That's it. That's the one. All right. If you're gonna be so low hanging fruit as to toss this at me, to mm-hmm. be like you know, as the new SJW thing, fucking put me in the image. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
You got yeah, wait, you got Drew Murray in there, formerly a double fine. What has he been doing? He's not out here podcasting saying this stuff's bad. I'm sure he thinks it's bad. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Anyways, that, and I was like, you know what? That would actually be the best fucking response totally. you could do. Totally. You know what? We didn't change it. We totally changed it to soy or soy, soy. Yeah. That's how it was. It was soap, but soy. Mm. Like, there you go. Yeah. If that's the joke you want to make, sure. Get that's good. Em. Get them, everybody. <laughs> you, you, we did it and we got you, fuckers. Instead of doing this, I don't know. Maybe I'm just crazy, though. I don't know if you noticed. Every day the video game news gets weirder and weirder. Remember when we just talked about if it was video good games. or bad? Yeah. It's just that was a about long it. time ago, Greg. God. It's been a while. Number three on the Roper Report. The Persona fan- franchise has crossed 10 million copies sold. This is Jeff Grubb over at Venture Beat. It has taken nearly a quarter of a century, but the Persona series has hit 10 million copies sold. That includes all games in the series, the main Persona role-playing adventures, as well as the spin-offs like Dungeon Crawler Persona Q2. Developer Atlas revealed the milestone in a blog post on its official Japanese Persona website today. It also revealed that it's planning to hold an event to reveal more about the upcoming Persona 5 Royal, Royal sorry, which is revamped version of Persona 5 RPG. Royal is due out on PlayStation 4 on October 31st in Japan, uh, as Lucy James from GameSpot broke wide open a couple weeks ago. Uh, it's coming west in spring 2020, and it is certainly going to add to Persona's sales going forward. Congratulations, Persona. Yeah. Could talk about an article up today of like I tweeted it. I, I basically like I feel personally attacked of like the games you love but never beat. And then they use the Persona Five image. I'm like, yeah, maybe Royal will be the one. Yeah. Royal's <laughs> supposed to you know improve a whole bunch of different stuff, including pacing. Maybe that'll be when I bite down and commit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kevin doesn't buy it for a second. I don't know. Put it on Switch. Let me let me live. You know, Tim. Let you, I just let want you to live. live, dude. So there's some good news for Persona fans. I got some good news for Final Fantasy fans. Oh, as well. number four in the also report. sales related. I wonder how related these things are. I doubt it, but it is a little coincidentally timed that these stories fall back to back. Um, Final Fantasy VIII remastered. Uh, there's rumors that it was going to get a physical release as well, but Square Enix Japan was like, no, no, no. Not today, and probably not ever. It'll only be sold digitally. Uh, this is zero surprise. This comes from FinalFantasyUnion.com. There's zero surprise since Final Fantasy IX's remaster was only released digitally as well, and games are rarely released physically for under $40 um, when it comes to, to Square and the remaster series. That's why we did see the physical of 10 and 10-2, because mm-hmm. they were able mm-hmm. to justify that. Um, in addition, Square also announced that Final Fantasy VIII, this is the news, this is the reason I put it in here, Final Fantasy VIII has now surpassed over 9.6 million wow. copies sold worldwide, uh, making it the third best-selling Final Fantasy of all time. Wow. That's pretty damn shocking to me. Yeah. I've got to be real. So we got seven, then we got ten, then we got got eight. Now, the thing that's weird about ten is they haven't updated their sales numbers um, since the re-release that they, they did, the remastered on even the back on PS3, and it's now been put on pc ps3 ps4 vita xbox one switch like it's been in many 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 more okay. places so we're still not including those numbers but um 7 10 totally get those games are seminals like people love them definitely like the beloved ones that everyone talks about eight i'm surprised is this high because it is probably the most it's the last jedi of final fantasies where it, people either love, love it, it, or hate it or hate it um, and I think especially coming after seven. How many people say it that. ruined their childhood? Eight. Uh, so maybe it's not the last Jedi. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, people would say seven ruined their childhood. But um, yeah, it's, just, it's interesting to me that eight would be that high. 9.6 million. And it's about to make even more now with the, the re-release. I can't believe this game's actually coming out again. Yeah. You excited? excited? Are you excited? Yeah. Where do you come down? I, I, and not never been my favorite. I like the characters. I liked the, the music and the vibe. I didn't like the Gambit system. Didn't really like the battles. And I didn't like the look of it so 
Okay. Yeah, it kind of just fell by the wayside for me. Okay. I'm a seven guy on the PlayStation generation, which makes me the most basic bitch of basic bitches. Sure, I understand. Um, but hey, like what you like. Like what you like. Yeah. Video games are cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim, mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what next video game will be cool, but video games are still so far away. If I want to know what came out to the mom and grop shops today, where would I go? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show each and every weekday. Yeah. Out today. Oh. Last bit I wanted to give on that. Uh, for context, Final Fantasy 15 hit 8.4 million. So Final Fantasy 8, at being the third highest selling one, is at 9.6. So that's actually pretty close. Okay. Okay. I'll yeah. take it. So good, good on you, Final Fantasy 15. Out good today. P2's Party, the multi-awarded local multiplayer game for up to four players, is now available on, in the Americas on PlayStation 4 consoles. That's it. Nobody wanted to get in the way of control reviews and uh, astral chain reviews and uh, ancestor reviews, which are not looking hot. Uh, new dates for you, though. Elder Scrolls Online, Scalebreaker, Dungeon DLC, and Update 23 go live tomorrow. Uh, Hell of Men, Blood Brothers, is coming to Steam on September 23rd. Ashen, the critically acclaimed R- action RPG, is coming to PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and Steam December 2019. And then... Bill Roseman, friend of the show, Marvel Games, uh, tweeted this. Uh, Daily Bugle breaking news. Unveiled today during Marvel Minute. Here's the free costumes for Spider-Man, Symbiote Suit, Hulk, Planet Hulk, and Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel, uh, hitting Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 on August 30th. Wow. We knew we were getting those costumes. We didn't know what they looked like, though. There you go. There you go. Pretty stoked for the symbiote. You know what I mean? Yeah. Remember they were symbiote? Remember Venom? I don't know. Now we get to see Venom fight Spider-Man. That's pretty cool. You stoked about that? Huh? You excited about that, everybody? Huh? If they here's the question for it, since I won't be on screencast, probably. I saw this on Reddit. It's bad, right? It's bad news. Spider-Man's out of the MCU. We're all sad. But if the next Spider-Man movie is Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, whatever his fucking name is, yeah, and then uh, Tobey Maguire. If it's a live-action Spider-Verse, it's those three. Is it worth it? Yeah. No. Not worth it, but it'd be cool, right? Yeah, that that would be cool. It is not worth it. (laughs) I don't. I don't get me wrong. It's not the, li- the world That's the I question. want. That's the question. <sighs> Deal of the day for you. Chris Reed over at IGN reports this good news. Xbox One owners, right now, Microsoft is offering a two-month subscription of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for just two dollars. But before you go throwing your cash at the screen, you'll want to consider banking up to three years of Xbox Live Gold in your account first. That's because the moment you subscribe to Game Pass Ultimate, all of your prepaid months of gold get converted to Game Pass Ultimate. And since Ultimate costs a lot more than gold, you can save a heap of money this way. Parentheses while getting access to many excellent games at no additional cost. You can go to IG and read the entire article on how they're doing this and gaming the system. Tim? Yeah. It's time for Reader Mail. But first! I do not understand that at all. I'm going to tell you about our sponsors. I know, it's very complicated. It sounds like a good deal, though. That's why I'm sending... That's why I was like, hey, you want to go... You want, if you have interest, you go to IG. This, this sounds like some Tim Getty shit where I'd go to, up to you and be like, Greg, Right just now, give me your credit me. card. Give just me your credit this. card. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Got it. Uh, our sponsors for Reader Mail. Uh, let's start with Brooklinen. Making your home beautiful is the ultimate form of self-care. And when you spend a third of your life in your sheets, don't you want those sheets to be insanely comfortable? So, when you sleep, sleep well on hotel-quality sheets that don't cost an arm and a leg, people are loving and recommending Brooklinen.com. Brooklinen sheets were named the winner of the best of the online bedding category by Good Housekeeping. Raving reviews from Business Insider, Apartment Therapy, and Men's Health. 35,000 plus five-star reviews, more than any other online bedding company, and half a million sleepers, happy sleepers and counting. 
You, of course, know. I love my Brooklyn and Sheets. You've heard about them. You've seen them on Instagram. Every time you've seen Portillo in my bed, it's a photo of him on my Brooklyn and Sheets. Mm-hmm. They were easy to go to brooklyn.com, mix and match, and get great stuff. These are luxury sheets, towels, bedding, and more without the luxury markup. Brooklyn was the first DTC, that's direct-to-consumer bedding company, meaning they work directly with manufacturers and directly with consumers. Uh, no middleman, just a great product and service. Uh, my Brooklyn and Sheets are the most comfortable sheets I've ever slept on, and their towels have turned my bathroom into a spa. I couldn't recommend them more for my friends, family, oh. or treating yourself. I need to get the towels. You're missing out. I don't like See, I assume you already had them. I assume you already had them. I don't have the towels, no. No, you're missing out then. Yeah. Uh, Brooklinen.com is giving an exclusive offer to my listeners. Get 10% off and free shipping when you use the promo code games at Brooklinen.com. Brooklinen is so confident in their product and their sheets, uh, that, I'm sorry, that all their sheets, comforters, and towels come with a lifetime warranty. The only way to get 10% off and free shipping is use the promo code games at Brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O. K-L-I-N-E-N dot com promo code games. Brooklinen. These are the best sheets ever. Up next is Upstart. As most of us have found out the hard way, getting into debt is easy. Getting out is hard, especially if your FICO score isn't great. Thankfully, now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score and offers smarter interest rates to help you pay off high interest credit card debt. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've heard it before with me, guys. I got a loan when I got out here. It was a pain in the butt. I had a bad rate. These guys give you the good rate because Upstart goes beyond the traditional FICO score when assessing your credit worthiness. They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter interest rate upstart believes you're more than just a credit score they believe in you and they understand that they make it fast simple and easy to check your rate in just a few minutes without affecting your credit score and the best part once the loan is approved most people get their funds the very next business day over 200,000 people have used upstart to pay off credit cards student loans fund their wedding or make large purchases free yourself from the burden of high interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with upstart See why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash kfgames to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes and won't affect your credit score. That's upstart.com slash kfgames. Games, games, games. Now, imagine my shock, ladies and gentlemen, when I opened up the Kind of Funny Games mailbag, patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, and found it overflowing with questions related to D23. You pretty stoked about that because I know you love that D23. I am. I wonder how this could relate to this show. Uh, Because everybody wants to know about video games and all the other stuff, right? So let's go. So what is D23 if people don't know? D23 is Disney's biannual. Is that when it's every other year? Convention? Biannual? Yeah. Yeah, It could also mean twice a year. That's why it gets complicated. I remember. I ran a bi-monthly paper and people were like, oh, so it's twice. I'm like, no, it's every other month. Real dumb. Real dumb. It's every other year. There is a, a Disney celebration, the sure. D23 experience. Yeah. Um, and they they have panels and, you know, it's a convention. It's a fun meetup for everybody. But the main thing for us normies back home yeah, awesome. are the panels. There, There's usually a Disney, a Walt Disney Studios panel that includes their animation division, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, live action, all of the stuff. Um, there, this year was now a Disney Plus panel. There's usually panels for like focusing on Marvel Comics, focusing on like random Star Wars projects, focusing on um, like the, the Disney Parks is another big one um, mm, mm. that they do. So, okay. And so then the question would become, you know what the big deals should be? Video games. Two-Headed Giant mm-hmm. says, do you think the Marvel games slate will ever get near as big as the movie slate? Good morning, KFGD crew. The D23 announcements have been insane, adding even more Marvel shows and movies to the slate than originally revealed at SDCC. That's crazy, right? She-Hulk. 
Who the fuck would have thought? Miss Marvel or Ms. Marvel. Uh, Moon Knight, Greg. <laughs> Marvel Games is more or less just starting to get rolling in any major way. And with the Avengers game set to introduce gamers to a ton of new characters, do you think that Marvel Games will ever have a slate reveal like we saw this weekend at SDCC or for phase three of video games? Since it's up in the air, if Marvel Games will even be connected to the MCU and seeing how games are completely different beasts than movies altogether. I don't think we'll ever get 12 game announcements all to come out in a three-year span of each other. However, I'm curious what you guys think. Thanks, Nathan Brand. I, I don't think we'll ever see this, and especially now with Avengers being at the state that it's at, like where it's coming out very soon. Yeah. Spider-Man's already out. Like Already development cycles are just off where this is a impossibility. Right. Yeah. At least for the major guys, I guess they could make different games and put them, put them out that way. We've talked a million times about how a shared universe in the same way that the movies work doesn't necessarily work for video games just because it takes much longer to make them for yep. them to come out at the same time. They're longer experiences, so you can't really rely too much on expecting everybody to play all of them. There's a lot of different things that go into that. However, I think marketing wise, there's there'd be very few things as hype as a Marvel Games panel that is conducted similarly of hey here are the marvel games you're going to be playing in the next couple years and like make announcements next to each other they raise the level of gravitas towards them right like i think that talking like debuting spider-man 2 next to ultima alliance 4 next to you know ant-man whatever the hell game yeah, yeah, yeah on like xbox exclusive or whatever it is right putting those together kind of like makes it seem like they're all equally important Right. Yeah. And I think having that type of like, don't you think that the, I mean, I would love that too. You won't get there. Right. Cause Marvel ultimate Alliance four and Spider-Man two are on a much different trajectory, probably in terms of turning them around. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so doesn't the SDCC panel that I host no offense, uh, do that in a way. Cause it is, here's Avengers. Here's Iron Man. Uh, here's Marvel uh, ultimate Alliance three. It's more about announcements. You can't have this every year. It, yeah, would, yeah. it would have uh, to be okay. the, the stars. Like, I mean, here's the thing. Like, the stars aligned this year for uh, MCU where we got that lineup. We, the last time we got this was four years ago. Five years ago, right? Where we like see, like, here's this and this yeah, and this. Yeah, and this. Captain America. You Marvel only get that once in a generation of, sure. of consoles, well, right? Well, it's not even. So imagine gear up for next gen. PS5, Xbox to whatever it is you're you're not wrong gearing up it would just be a complete you know for nathan's question it would just be a complete rethinking of how we announce video games which we've had a conversation on here before Mm -hmm. where i think to do this and do it right because you're talking about we don't have that every year the stars lined up for it to happen and the stars didn't line up this is just how they do it they do it in phases they completed the phase we have to announce the next phase right well i still think that they they lined up because of the uh, nature of Infinity War and Endgame. Like, I think that if if they weren't as pivotal um, as they were in yeah, terms yeah. of like capping everything, I think that we would have seen and heard about Black Widow mm. a lot earlier. Okay. We would have we would have had more rumblings about the future, but they had to be so quiet because they didn't want to spoil Endgame, yeah. right? Yeah. I Whereas guess we were in true. a different place for phase three, where it's like that was a natural progression going into where we're at. I, but, think, I think you're going to keep seeing the phases from now on, though, like this, right? I mean, yeah, I think they're committing to phases yeah, yeah, at this yeah. point. Um, but th- there's a lot of questions we still have. Like, we'll see where does phase four end now. Yeah, like, yeah. A lot of the things that they've said, they've already went back on with within a month. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, I think and that's one of the reasons, again, for why you won't see for video games unless we changed everything is the fact that if they were to come out and do like, hey, we're Marvel Games. We're doing a giant panel here at Comic-Con. Greg's hosting you. And we're going to give you the next five years of games. Right. 
inevitably, some of those games would get canceled. Some of those mm-hmm. games would get pushed. Some of those, you know, we get completely rehashed from what you saw. That happened with MCU as well. Like, and that's sure. gonna, gonna happen that, with Phase Four as and well. That, and that, but and that's what I'm saying, though. That happens in movies, and we're all okay with it. We understand that these things change, move around. Yeah. It's not, video games, you don't see that. The amount yeah. of video games you don't hear about officially before they get canceled, right? Yeah. You see, they get leaked footage later on. Something that happened. This, but this I mean, even games that like we know about that get canceled, like that does happen. Sure, but I and I but I think our industry, our industry, video games is still way more gun shy about that you, you know what i mean you don't hear about a game a lot of times an official announcement of a game nowadays so it's what nine months away yeah but like in terms of it being canceled i feel like it's just as common if not i feel like you hear about it more in games than in in movies because movies it's like if it's happening it's once it hits a certain point it's happening no but i i think of it this way i guess we're you're in a we're, we're in the same ballpark but done different bases here i'm saying like we already heard about Batman or Ben Affleck's Batman script. And here's what's going on with the cyborg movie. And Ezra Miller's the Fla- like all these movies that are never going to fucking happen. Right. You hear about those from their Genesis, from their meetings. Right. Video games are not like that where it's like, oh, man, I heard Amy Hennig started or, or Hennig starting to See, write this I, thing. I don't agree with that because it's like you don't hear about those things officially. Those, that's leaked information. It's the same with video games where it's like, oh, man, someone on LinkedIn is working on a. Like they're hiring a narrative director for this. That means they're doing that. It's the same thing. No, they announce writers and stuff on movies all the time. But I mean, a lot of times they don't. It's just like that information gets out there and they're like, shit, well, it's out there now. Right. Like, I mean, two obviously movies are different because they work on such a different timeline. Yeah. But even then, it's still years. You know, that's why you hear about a lot of projects that end up not happening. But it's like a lot of those you're not supposed to hear about yet. And like those, like, it's like, oh, that person's working on that. You only know that because somebody else said it. Variety said it. Variety didn't hear it from them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They, they, sure. they got those. They got the real journalists. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to work on that a little more over here on the game side. Okay. Jason's doing his best. Yeah. Andy's doing his best. Andy, Andy is doing his best. I, yeah. I definitely going back understand. to the MCU thing. The sorry, Marvel games thing. Like I, what I'm saying is, how awesome would it be if I mean Marvel redefined how you announce movies, right? Uh-huh. With with what they did that for Phase Three, Marvel games can redefine that for games and just come out imagine sure. like i understand it can't be 10 titles imagine if it was three and imagine if they came out and they were just like hey you've been waiting for this a long time here it is spider-man 2 from insomniac games Woo! and then they announced another game like give me a, a marvel property moon knight moon knight it's like and next up moon knight we see a logo we see xbox like like yeah, yeah that's the exclusive there this is the exclusive here and it's going to be um developed by and then have that reveal it's like just reveal things differently like what are the hype things people care about in the same way that for the movies there's a clear pattern of here's a title here's a time frame here's who's going to be in it you know yeah. it's just like who's developing it and like have those big kind of like gut punch moments of insomnia and granted there aren't that many studios that have that level of importance you know or sure but people be stoked no matter what right yeah yeah it's just it's an exciting thing and i think that doing that and then having it whatever play dead or whatever and so, <laughs> a, a smaller studio yeah, right? yeah totally totally that would be like oh camouflage. shit like camouflage it, you and iron man totally it, it'll make you be like oh i should be i should know that name yeah, yeah you know that'd be an awesome way to do it it won't happen no but it'd be fucking cool 
Uh, BJ Bernardo writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games games and says hi y'all with this D23 stuff making me ho- rock hard like Kevin's hot little brother Spencer I would like to ask y'all a question <laughs> which one of the new characters slash series announced slash talked about a D23 this weekend would make you want to see it turned into a game a Gears of War like Mandalorian game an Assassin's Creed like Winter Soldier game a Sims 4 like Lizzie McGuire game thanks BJ I'd want a Mandalorian game. I'm trying to think of a title though. Mandalorian, like Star Wars. We need that in it. And then a couple numbers. Thirteen, thirteen. That would be great. That'd be a great. That would be. That would be be a great game. That would be great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would also want to see. Just give me an Obi Wan game you know what i mean let's fill it in let's get ewan mcgregor on it uh-huh. let's get out there and let's go do some what we Tony want that as a game we're getting as a series I wanna, baby I get some, fucking hyped son i want to play i want a Watto game they better fucking bring back Watto. they got no <laughs> they excuse better, now they got cowards. no excuse now it's time to squad up this is where one of you writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games give me your name username platform of choice and why you need help in a video game i read it here the best friends come and find you and everybody plays games together today david scott needs help in game development on discord his discord is demon waffle hashtag six three eight seven Hey, Greg and Tim. I have a different squad up. I'm looking for some game artists. From concept to 3D to environment. This game, oh, I'm sorry, the game is a unique sci-fi shooter crossed with Battle Royale and Auto Chess. Uh, I'm the dev of Take Flight, a mobile game that Greg read on Out Today back in March, which was awesome. <laughs> if any KFBFs are interested in collaborating or looking for contract work, please contact me via Discord. As always, thank you, David Scott. That's Demon Waffle. Hashtag six three eight seven. If you want to make a game with a kind of funny best friend, Tim. Yeah. We ask people watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games to go to kind of funny dot com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up today as we screwed it up. So we can set the record straight for everybody watching later. YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. Roosterteeth.com podcast services around the globe. Um, Nanobiologist has a couple here. He says Final Fantasy 10 and 10 2 were also out on PC. Uh, Tim didn't mention that on his list. I hate you're wrong in that you're wrong because it makes me feel like an asshole. But if he's wrong, but I bet a pizza on this one that I did say PC. Okay, okay. Uh, missed out today. Wow, classic is out today. Apparently. Um, oh shit, that's a big one. Uh, the conver- this is still an antibiologist. The conversion rate from Xbox Gold to Ultimate is about thirty three percent loss. So if you have a month of gold, you get twenty days of unlimited of Ultimate. Whatever. That still is too confusing. I don't understand what anybody's saying. Good deal though. Um. Oh, here we go. Capitalist Pig says, uh, "Biennial and biannual. These are two separate words. Biennial means every two years. Biannual means twice a year." No, oh, you're wrong, according to Tim. Sorry about that. No, not me, Kevin. Hold on a second. I can't be. You're wrong in everyone. Um, you do the two below the thing I highlighted. Oh, sorry. Uh, Charles Jacobs says a big game got canceled. Scalebound. Yes. Sorry, I'm just reading at this point. <laughs> Chicks18 says semi-weekly means twice a week. Bi-weekly means every other week. Semi-weekly. I don't know. Is that right? <laughs> These words are hard, man. Yeah, semi. Oh, hey, Google. I mean, if you Google the definition, semi-weekly says occurring twice a week. Wow. Here on Kind of Funny Games Daily, we like to teach you. All right, here's it's your, it's not even a you're wrong. It's an update from Boars and Double Zero taking me over to gamesindustry.biz, which is Rebecca Valentine's article, who now has a statement from 3D Realms on 
the whole tweet from earlier with uh, Ion, Ion Fury, right? Stick with me. Here's the other thing. We at 3D Realm spoke with Void spoke with Void Point today, and they reaffirmed their commitment to honoring their original statement, including the donation to the Trevor Project and sensitivity training. However, the soap bottle will not be removed. The use of the word "f-bag" in an area that was inaccessible without hacking the game and was added by one developer without approval from anyone else was removed a few days ago. We once again apologize for this text, as it does not reflect the values of 3D Realms or Void Point. Jokes at the expense of marginalized communities will not be present in future games published by 3D Realms. However, a portion of our community made it loud and clear they felt removing O-Gay was censorship and should be protected by free speech. Void Point wanted to listen, and we respected this decision. What fucking garbage? Are you kidding me? Get fucked. Get fucked. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's kind of funny games daily for Monday. Let's run you through the rest of the week. Tomorrow will be... Andrew and Fran, that's right. Uh, Wednesday, I forgot I wasn't. I'm doing something off, off, uh, doing something game related. Wednesday is me and Gary Witta. Wednesday is also the Kind of Funny Games cast. 2 p.m. Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games. It is myself, Tim Geddes, Fran Mirabella the Third, and. Imran Khan, the Woo. newest hire at Kind of Funny. Thursday, it's Tim and somebody. Friday, it's Tim and somebody. Wow. I got some feelers out on that. Otherwise, it'll just be Andy. And he'll be all like, wow, man, I'm number one games journalist. Whoa, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekend of variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show. Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Uh, questions, comments, all that gets sent there. You can watch it live. Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. You can watch it later. YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Mm. You can watch it even later than that on RoosterTeeth.com and get it on podcast services around the globe. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you. <laughs>